gold! Nonsense. The golden god! And he dragged you two into this nonsense? I volunteered. And her boat is not in She's a Alrighty. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, John Miller, and your and your and your main man, Charlie Rifle Murder for yes, John sir. and Charlie's Golden Nonsense. Golden Nonsense. We are here with our esteemed guest, a very serious businessman of repute, Mr. Steve Hutton. Mr. Steve, welcome, Mr. Steve. How are you, sir? Doing very well. Thank you so much. Appreciate the invite. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Good to have you out here to our uh our our spot where we where we do comedy it's Pimp- pretty funky huh it's pimping yeah. it, it, it's definitely not what i expected you know I, I like the corner bar action with the the plush couches and the <laughs> the uh the background music's good yeah it, man it really adds something to the whole um environment of the the podcast we think we think it's uh it kind of makes you feel like you're like you're hanging out at a bar when you're listening to it so yeah, like um, the high tone is like a watering hole for cool kids. Yeah, you know, so anybody that's that's got something going on hangs out here every now and then. I dig it. I yeah. dig it. Didn't have full disclosure. This is my first podcast. So, oh, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I, pr- to be I here appreciate for it. the opportunity to <laughs> pop the cherry on your show. <laughs> be great. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Okay, so um, how do we start, my boy? How do we start? Um, well. I, I don't know. I, we can talk. We can start by talking. Is that your car down there? Is that is that, is that your is that your uh, beautiful red Corvette down there at the bottom of the stairs? That is that, that is that is my sweet little rocket that, ship. That is a gorgeous, gorgeous automobile, sir. I I uh, I, I like it a lot. <laughs> it's fun. It, you know, it it's really cool to to, to drive around and and go fast. But I'll be I'll be honest, getting in and out of it is, is kind of <laughs> man. It's there's no cool way to get it's, out of it's, it. It's it's so low. Yeah. You're sitting so low. Yeah, and then, and you're so worried about like scratching the door panel with yeah your, right. with your shoes. I, so I, like you pick your feet up off the floorboard and you twist and then you you kind of do this like weird torso push and grunt and get out. Like it, there's no cool way to get out of a car like that. But you fart every time. <laughs> you definitely fart when you get out. You know, I've yeah. only I've only driven a vet uh, twice. Uh-huh. Ever, and uh, it was in the rain. And uh, what year is your car? It's a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, so I, I drove the nineteen. This was like my last year. The dig- nineteen. Yeah, yeah, digging around in college. And when I tell you, man, um, it handled. It had the heads-up display. It had, handled so beautifully. I, I now, I now want a supercar. Right. Yeah. Like I yeah. had, I had a taste of it, uh-huh. and it's like, damn. Like I'm, yeah. I'm priced out. So it was, you know? <laughs> it was that. It, what it's called the C8 is it the is. Uh, the the rear engine is the C8. It, it's the mid engine C8. The, the, yeah. Uh-huh. So was balanced. one you was you, was when you drove a, a C8, dude? I don't know. It was a 2019. It was blue. It had a stingray what, badge. What on year it. was the first year that they? That, that would have been a C7. A C7. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the C yeah the C7 is a, a, a rocket ship as well. But it's Absolutely. but that's a front engine V8. Oh, yeah, this is a this is a mid engine V8, so it's which balanced, is balanced. More balanced. It's more balanced. Yeah. Which you know it's I. I I thought it was crazy that no American car company had a had a mid-engine car. Yeah, Chevrolet um, does, man. Yeah. Chevrolet really delivered on that car. It I mean, is quick and nimble, and it is really cool looking. Yeah, but you got to be careful. That's the thing is, like, the mid-engine, you are more likely to kill yourself in that car. <laughs> why, That's, why, that, is that, though? why is that, though? So, so the same reason that it corners so much faster is the same reason that you're going to spin out in it and kill yourself because it's it's it, the, 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 the weight's 
further back, right? Oh. When you have it, when you have the weight in the front, the tail end doesn't want to whip around as much. So mm. the cor- it, it's worse for t- uh, for cornering. But um, going in a straight line is but a going in a straight line. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, but that's why it's just it's so it's so nimble like that because it's just you you can. You can just whip the tail end around. Pause. Uh, uh, Steve, if you didn't know, uh, Charlie is our fucking uh, uh, an engineer and our local nerd, so he'll do this every now and then. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Geek out on it, man. I, w- I yeah. will occasionally I'm geek out. <laughs> I will occasionally be a nerd. That's awesome. Um, yeah, don't encourage him. Because <laughs> he's already really, really good at it. <laughs> well, i tell you what, man. I, I, I think it's absolutely fascinating how in the world I ended up here. You know, I, I never go out very often anymore i yeah. just kind of stay refined to my sunday afternoon reading yeah. and, then, and so one of my buddies drags me out to a bar to drink on a sunday imagine that how, so, how godly of you well, well i'll tell you what it was it was it, it I had not done that in a very long time and so i'm it at was the a bar fun hanging hang. out and you guys show up and the next thing you know boom, boom. surprise comedy show I, that's what i'm talking <laughs> about i don't know how funny i am but hey we're here yeah you know I wish I didn't do so many shows that were ambush shows. I do a lot of ambush <laughs> comedy shows at this oh, point in my dude. career. There's a lot of times where we're like, hey, everybody, comedy's happening right now. Right, 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 right behind you. <laughs> yeah. Right behind you yeah. in this corner here. Yeah. And then we have to wave and then like try to defeat <laughs> in the, the main attraction, which it, is which, the, which the is old, Which is yeah. Ole Miss winning the national championship <laughs> in college baseball. It was during yeah. the same – it was the same time as – Old Miss was was winning the yeah. the national championship in college baseball. Which you know was, what's even better? Which is cool. Props to props to the Rebels down there. Yeah, yeah they took it away from State. That's what was so yeah. glorious. <laughs> State got less than twelve months of their victory, and now we just just absolutely spanked it. Hell yeah! We're you're, a, you're Old Miss Rebel. Well, by default, yeah. yeah my default. wife went there. My son's in love with the school. I'm pretty neutral on the college sports thing, but I I'm not a Mississippi State fan. My 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 best friend from from back home went to Ole Miss, and uh, I I'm, I'm you know I'm a, I'm a Yellow Jacket. I, I like I cool. like the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, but um, I did enjoy. I, I went to Oxford a bunch when my my buddy was going to school there. It's a fun mm-hmm. town, man. So did you go to any of those schools or did you go straight? Uh, no, I graduated from a small Christian school here locally called Crichton College. Yeah. I don't even think it has its charter anymore, man. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I, I, don't I, even, I think my degree's real. The U.S. military recognized it, but hey. It, it, uh, it, was, on, it was on Park Avenue, right? Well, it was over, It was well, it was well. on uh, like Ridgeway and Winchester across from Central Church for a while. Yeah, okay. And yeah. then it moved over off of Highland, I believe. And uh, I think, I don't know. I I don't know if it's a school anymore, if you want to know the yeah, truth. I think it's but, a church now or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was just right next to uh, University of Memphis. Dog, yeah. I have never met anybody like like this for real. From successful. Crichton? No, successful. They went to Crichton College. Really? That was a joke, right? <laughs> no, look, 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 look. Me and this dude right here went to high school together, and we would be like, oh, you applying to Crichton, bro? Yeah. <laughs> but what, well, what did you study when you were there? Organizational management. Okay. It was pretty fascinating. Yeah. That's pers- important. Yeah, personalities and trying to get the right personalities to work together and how to communicate with different people. That's important. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was intriguing. It was it was something I knew I could pass. So mm-hmm. I got to get out, man. C's get degrees. Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, look, you know it. Yeah. I, got, I got one. I think I got it. Hey, that's awesome. That's right. awesome. I'm a, I'm a sailor. How many C's? So I what got? are the thoughts like? What are the thoughts with you guys on this whole like this 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 uh, mantra being pushed among the youth that. You don't need a college education. Vocational schools are where it's at. 
I think there could be something to that. I think so too. Absolutely. Well, Do you, I don't think college is really all what it. I think it's. It uh, I think built it's up to be. It's a, a kind of a pyramid scheme, honestly. I think, Mister <laughs> Mister Steve, you are right on the money. As a college graduate myself, as myself a and college then you graduate are as, as, well. as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit is. Um, what, okay, look. What what happened was they um, had a monopoly on quote unquote a higher education, which was a, a gateway to better jobs, quote unquote. Right. So they, so they sold fear of poverty uh, with an un was was it called a uh, you can't bankrupt this loan. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Yeah. So they yeah. gave gave yeah. fucking loans to 18 year olds and then and then uh, a, f- pimped, a federally guaranteed pimped, loan. I would yeah. say pimped 85 percent of the uh uh locked them down in lifetime debt yeah, yeah. dude it's crazy yeah. Yeah. Like, look look, look shout out they graduate and, they're like well i'm making forty thousand a year well hell you could have damn near done that on welfare yeah like what'd you hey, have to go get so, all that so money? when i yeah. so so it took me eight years to get through engineering school i yeah. I, I i didn't i was in the school the whole time but i it <laughs> Total, yeah. total from when I started to when I I got the degree, it was eight years. Or I, I was eight but and a half. But you got an eight. But you got an engineering. I got degree. a good engineering. Yeah, you, you got so a good degree. I, I'm I'm kind of an outlier when it comes to actually probably somebody who should have gone to college. You fell. You um, fall under the, the that STEM being category, said, bro. That being said, when I was going, when I was looking at college, and uh, and people were saying engineering is a good job. You know, when you get out of school, you'll make sixty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's in 2008 when I'm not even graduated from from high school yet. I'm looking at colleges and, and career paths. Mm-hmm. He was saying you make sixty thousand dollars a year when you get out of college. That sounds so then, good. So then, so then, eight years a uh, eight years later, or really nine ten years later, basically 2018 comes around. I graduate from college. They're like, uh, you you're an engineer now. You make sixty thousand dollars a year. I was like, wait a second. So. The same amount yeah. as when I was looking at possible career paths a de- a decade ago. Yep. Yeah. That's what I'm going to make. And they're like, yeah. It's like, well, is the money worth the same as it was 10 years ago? They're like, oh, no. No, no, no. absolutely not. No. It's completely not. It's like, okay. All right. I might have fucked up, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine if you had spent like 10 years in welding or in auto mechanics. Yeah. Like, I've got guys making over $100,000 a year turning wrenches. Yeah. And they went to a two-year automotive school. Sure. You know, we've got a school here locally in Memphis. Can I give it a shout out? Sure. Yes, it's absolutely. Called, it's called More Tech. It's a uh-huh. tech school, man. They'll teach you anything you want to learn that can make you a six-figure salary. Yeah. Like the HVAC, automotive, welding, all kinds of wonderful skills that, like, you don't have to debt yourself the rest of your life. Sure. And you can make as much money as just about anybody else that went to Ole Miss or Mississippi State and working as a bank teller. Right. Or, you know, a financial services There's, representative. You got you a know? ton of people working in, in restaurant industry with here's, college degrees. Here's, I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Here's what I think is going to happen, right? There's going to, like, we're, we're already seeing it. There's going to be, like, a collapse of the job market, right? Like, sure. Like, it's hard to find people to turn those wrenches, right? It's hard. It to, is. It's, hard it's to getting fi- harder. And it's hard to yeah. find people to sell those cars, well, I'm assuming. Yeah. You know? And so all that is due to, like, um, a large amount of the workforce leaving the the boomers, what people call them, right? And then uh-huh. and then a large amount of the uh, the supposed incoming workforce, the uh, the millenn- youth, they don't want to work. They they're not they're not even they and, don't want to work, and they definitely don't want to do welding. My guy, my guy, <laughs> they could, don't. You could be yeah, fam- hard. You could be. I mean, I want to do welding. Op- opening up, you could be famous. Opening up toys on YouTube at twelve years old, right? People there are seeing, you go. People are seeing the numbers. Okay, so the incentive you. is not there, right? Yeah. You yeah. tell me, a welder makes half a million dollars a year, chilling. Yeah, dude, I'm a welder. I put on this mask and I do bzz, 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 yep. make a half a million dollars. When you start telling me that, kids will start going. Yeah, but the incentive is not there. Right. right? I could be a dick online, 
on video mm-hmm. and and then make uh, six figures in, in one month. It's also uh, yeah. that's, that's real. In addition to in addition to that sort of bizarre internet economy that that yeah. has pr- sprung up, it's also sort of like our parents sort of instilled a lot of people in my generation that like, oh, you don't want to work with your hands. You want to work. You want to sit at yeah. a desk. Yeah. And you know, Yo. if whatever jobs are needed, that's what you should be doing yeah. whatever whatever you're gonna make the most money doing so shit man like I, I work in hvac so we you know we got sheet metal guys that's that's yeah. who puts in our stuff and it's and everybody is terrified right now because this new this new um you know ford plants coming in right here oh yeah, yeah. and, and it's, they're gonna just they're gonna be buying up basically a a, a a huge portion of the labor just to build the place of course yeah. um so uh, it's a little scary right now because it's like, like you know, how much are they going to be paying right. sheet metal workers? There's going to be a, a basically a, a premium a, on labor. Yeah, there's going to be a, a a run. There's going to be a run on the on the on the labor in this town at, in order to build this factory. Um, you know, so. there's an interesting dynamic, and since your show's pretty cool, we can probably go here. But you know, there is an interesting need and application for some of these people coming over the border with these skill sets. Sure, you know, carpenters and finished carpenters and plumbers and oh, yeah. electricians. These guys are coming from countries where if they didn't know how to fix it, it didn't get fixed. Right, and they're coming with skills, mad skills. Not a mad. lot of them. Yeah, dude, I know. I'm, I'm a I'm a project manager for a construction company. Okay, right? yeah. So I speak a little bit of English, and I'm so I mean. Spanish. Spanish, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little Spanish. Yeah. So I'm talking to these guys, and this guy has uh, maybe knows five words in English, and he can do anything on the outside of a house and most things on the inside of a house. He goes, "Yeah, I don't like water." He's like, "So you're not doing any plumbing work?" But yeah, I, I can do electricity. I can do uh, installations of anything you want. You know what I'm saying? Like it's tough. It's tough. And I was like, "Dude, I don't know anything but deal making." Right? Yeah. That's what I know. Yeah, okay. I know deal making. So I, I only know how to talk. I right. don't know how to do anything. So hi, uh, you want this done for that? I can talk to him, get it done for less. Bit bang, bada boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, some of them they, they they're so worried about going home. As long as you're nice to them, they get everything done like better than somebody that you might. Now they don't have insurance, but hell, they're not going to sue you either. Yeah. Yeah. So like, they, I'm telling you, they're. I'm not a big fan of open borders at all, but there is definitely uh, somewhat of a. a, a an, a positive undertone to all this negativity you know, going on around the country where you know we we've got some really skilled people coming in here that we can use that are that are really so what you're saying is people. so what you're saying is they are sending their best i think we i think i don't know, know so. <laughs> i think um, so you're saying donald trump is wrong is what you're saying i think i think mr we should, trump we should have a, you are incorrect we they should, are sending their we best. We should change our, our whatever the byline is for America. And, you know, it's yeah. like the poor and the hungry and give yeah. us all those. Yeah, refi- right, right. I agree. type people. Yep. Yeah, we just say best, the brightest, and all the hot John chicks. John has, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll That's the, hot, the, the hot, hot chicks. chicks. There you the go. The best, the, the brightest, chicks. and John's, all the hot chicks. We need That's a lot John's more hot solution chicks. to it's uh, not, it's seriously, immigration. You get these pictures of like all these Soros funded marches <laughs> coming up to the border. It's all men. Where's all the hot chicks? Exactly. Where are the hot chicks? They want to get out too. They, they're, they, they're on Little they, St. James. They, they do need to get out. They well, need to get out. Well, see, I see, here, here's what I think, though. Here's what I think, right? The hot chicks are living good in those uh, places, uh, so they don't need to be a refugee. Yeah, they're, they're, in, the, they're in the king's palace. They're, they're, right. They're, yeah. they're, they're on a cushion. They're with the minister of truth down in Mexico, <laughs> motherfucking on a yacht. Playing with some balls. With, uh, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah. You, you, you ever seen Eastbound and Down? Yeah. You know Michael Pena, yeah. the, the Michael Pena's character. That's yeah. That's that's who they're with. Is uh, fucking Michael Pena. It's uh. I tell you what, the American dream, man, is something else. But I tell you what's overrated. 
And What's some, that? And sometimes our youth gets misguided by this in the media. Is 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 money being wealthy? There was a period. Yeah. My, there was a period in my life where I completely left with nothing. Hit reset. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any income. I had a wife and two kids. Moved down south, a little farther south, in a small community. I'd never been in broke Mississippi. Or, yeah, my first house I rented didn't have plumbing. It mm-hmm. went into the dirt. Wow. We would like fill a water in, out of the sink, and it was a green flower watering can. And my wife would stand on a wooden chair and and pour it over me like that was my shower. That's nice. how broke ass I was for about two years. And I'll be really honest, I was terrified because I'd never been broke. Yeah. But I realized what community was because I had to rely on others. I I, I gotta say. I was very happy. So money, money's great. You know, money creates options. We want to work hard, but you don't always have to chase that Ferrari and yacht, like airplane, private airplane lifestyle. You know? Yeah. Like I think there's this there's this message in society that you got to have a lot of money to be happy. Well, but I, I was happy. You, you do have to have it. money to provide for your yourself yeah. and your children, and that's and that's what we're put on this earth to do. Everything, is to, take, everything takes work, man. Right? Um, and yeah, money, yeah. And money, money almost almost certainly means work. Yeah, you yeah. know, and yeah. so no such thing as you, a free lunch. If you can live in a hole and you can and you can make and you can make enough money to feed your kids. I mean, you're probably like that's you're gonna be happy. Like that's all. That's all you. As long as you're, as long as you're doing what you're supposed is to this, do, you're gonna before, be happy. Is this before or after your military run? This, you know what? This was after the military run, which was one be maybe one of the reasons I was able to put it in perspective. Yeah. Sure. Because when you, there were two phases to my service. The first was with the the 82nd Airborne Division. I was a saw gunner. I was with the first the 504th, and um, and uh, infantry guy. Mm -hmm. And then I did one tour. I did a short enlistment and then I got out and then I went back and I went back over there as a contractor doing anti-trafficking work. And when you are exposed to these third third world countries, you really see a level of poverty that makes you kind of go, man, people in the U.S. don't have it so bad. Yeah. I mean, people here say they're poor, but they got a cell phone. Right. They got they got WIC. They got their food stamps. They got a car. Usually. Like they got some sort of transportation. You can Man, live. You can live in a were, hole. <laughs> we would throw. A, we would throw food out our window of our van just to keep people from like tipping the van over, trying to fight us over some beanie weenies. Yeah, that's poverty. Yeah, like when you're willing to kill somebody over a bag of Doritos, that's poverty. Yeah, and so it when when I when I lost everything. I was like, well, man, I'm not going to starve to death. I know enough right. people that will eat, mm-hmm. and I've got some time. I can I can recollect myself and, and, and engage in some sort of entrepreneurial activity to start feeding my family again. And I think it was just being able to be exposed to those third world countries where you you really see suffering and poverty, and, and it goes, man, I'm blessed to be from the U.S. Sure. <clears throat> Let me ask 100%. you, man. You said um, this is something that I've, I've been – I can't, the word is not interested, right, but I've been concerned with, right? Mm-hmm trafficking oh god right yes and it's like uh the trafficking of humans is it's got to be valuable because people are still doing it it's with most valuable assets on earth right human labor is the most valuable asset on earth and i, I understand that right and so uh when you say anti-trafficking i'm assuming you're stopping people from taking people that don't want to be took right? no actually what we did is we would we would go in and rescue them from people after they'd already been taken really and there was children okay specific now there'd be women involved too but a lot of these kids their parents were killed by isis Right, and so um, we had teams that would go in and work with the State Department, and uh, they would run into a, a situation where they would be on a mission, and they would come upon children in a basement, chained to the wall, or in cages. And oh God! They would uh, they would call our 
uh, nonprofit, and we would we would go over there and then take the children, and it was really cool. We had like an underground network of of uh, of uh, well, I don't even want to say because I don't want to target it, but like really special people in the world that would take these children in, and we would support them through our nonprofit. Okay, and uh, but I no longer do that. I'm yeah. just you know strictly a salesman now, and um, there's definitely some some post-traumatic stress with that and you see a lot of bad stuff it's very, that's the crazy world, the man. world's a cruel place yeah you know but um it's definitely kind of a debbie downer subject well but, but, oh but, well no nah, man i heard i heard it's the very word. real it's heard, very yeah. real it's very real it's very alive the organized crime units around the world are very heavily involved in it and 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 the children are the biggest victims and uh in these third world countries they get manipulated and or they just straight up get taken you know boko haram took those school girls back and yeah you know, decade ago or i remember so. that yeah yep yep and uh you know just it's it's just it just blew my mind just how prevalent it was globally right and um it's a pretty shocking deal i mean uh, but, i mean like i'm i'm scared to see like i'm scared to, 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 to say it but it's like if, if it, it's happening over there right and people like you're going to stop it over there it's like it's happening here yeah and it's like i, I got I, I got i got little cousins that are like nine ten years old girls you know what i'm saying yeah and i'm like you know you want their worlds to be all rosy but it's like you gotta be cognizant that people might snatch you right yeah and it's like i never i now that i'm uh 30 years old there's like that that stuff kind of was like regulated to the media you know it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah it's just stuff it you happens hear. but not to not around not, me, not, not to me. Right. Yeah, yeah. but now you i'm like i mean shit i'm looking at you you know you've seen it yeah, okay. I'm one degree separated from a man stopping yeah. it, right? Well, tried. Yeah, we so, did. We'd, we we rescued a lot of kids, but then there were some that we would go to take care of, and we couldn't get out of the country. We couldn't find transportation, or there were too many children. And um, I don't know. I I just it's hard to talk about. All right, let's talk just, about something. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, well, let's pivot. Let's let's pivot. I just I just think you know, I want to have kids yeah. soon, shortly, yeah. and I and I I wonder like how. What is the right balance between like telling your kids the evils of the world and just scaring and and just like unnecessarily scaring the shit out yeah, of just them? Just causing trauma. Yeah, like yeah, what, like trauma. like yeah. like you you shouldn't just terrorize your kids with like telling them all the worst things that happen in the world, but well, you should you should you, warn them so that they're not naive also. So I, like like what do you think is like the the proper balance to to strike? There? I think it's always very healthy for uh, children in general, both boys and girls, to have some sort of understanding of self defense. Sure. They need to understand how to defend themselves in spite of the fact that they're little bitty people against bigger adults. And there are small ways they can do that. Now, they can't necessarily. Kick them in the dick. Well, something like that. You got eyeballs, ears, nose. And, you know, it, there, there are A-E-I-O-U. things you can teach. Sometimes why? But, but, it, but you know, it, 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 the most important thing about a child learning self-defense through some sort of formal martial arts or. Or, or techniques like you know Krav Maga is probably the most effective there is. Yeah, um, it's teaching them the awareness. A lot of times, it's an awareness, especially in the United States. In third world countries, you can't stop ISIS from kicking in your front door, killing your parents, and taking you. Mm-hmm. But in the United States, that's not really going to happen. Right. And so, if you teach your children awareness, keep your head on the swivel, pay attention. If someone's walking up to you and they don't look like they're up to any good. You got to be able to run or know how to know how to keep distance between you, and and that's really important. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're riding your bicycle, look behind you a little bit, and and it, it, you don't want to make them paranoid. There's, right. Th- 
I'm probably not the world's greatest guy to explain it to a child because of You've, you're like, so intimately familiar with what yeah, like what, what is truthful. going on out there. It's yeah, hard right, not right. to just yeah. say the truth. But you know, um, all my children are grown. Thank heavens, they've they've made it so far. But, nice. Um, it's uh, it's definitely nice work. Good thanks. good job. You know, jujitsu's great. Krav Maga is wonderful. You know, any type of karate or taekwondo, it all teaches them should about go, self-discipline should we go and awareness. Do some jiu-jitsu, John? Dude, I've already done it once. I'm doing it again. You're doing I, it again? Yeah, man. Like, I've always done, like, uh, martial arts. I do you have to get weird ears? <laughs> no. no <laughs> is, it capable, is, it, is it possible to have normal ears and do yes. some jiu-jitsu? Yes. Yeah. You can yeah. learn some techniques, and you don't have to go out there and freaking... Rip and somebody's head yeah, off in a headlock. Right. <laughs> Rub your side of your head against a mat for five hours, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, that, that stuff. Some of that stuff's pretty brutal. Some. Yeah. I'm, oh my gosh. Some I think I have an brutal. inflated sense of how good I I, I am at uh at, at fi- like fighting and and and. I mean, I, I played football my whole life. Yeah. So like, I think like, oh, if something goes down, I'm gonna tackle this guy. Yeah, I'm gonna sit on him. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> you know, like that's that's, that's everybody. That's all I know how to do is just tackle people. Let so, me tell you, so yeah, you can't judge people. You can never <laughs> judge a book by a cover. Sure. I was so when I left airborne school, I went into SWIC, which is like the military's like special operations training. Isn't program. that isn't that Navy? I thought SWIC was Navy. This is through the Army. Uh, so Army, okay. The JFK Special Warfare School. And so one of the most amazing things I got to experience in my training there was going into a class and then coming out of it and seeing who made it and who didn't. Uh huh. And it was absolutely mind-blowing because when you first get there, everybody's kind of sizing everybody yeah, up. Yeah, you're picking like, out that, the toughest guys. Yeah, like, you're like, that, that guy's, guy's tough as yeah, shit. He's gonna, I don't want to fuck with him. He's yeah. a big badass dude. And this guy's a little squirrely fucker. I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about him. Uh-huh. But it was always those little squirrely fuckers, man. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. those big son bitches, they can't climb ropes. And they don't like obstacle <laughs> courses. And, and I'm telling you, it was fascinating to see some guys that you wouldn't think could freaking run around the block that, uh-huh. could, that were just absolutely physical specimens. Yeah. And then the guy that you thought was going to be Hercules washes out. Yeah. It was just, it's, the human, the human body can be amazing. Sure. And yeah. never judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Ever, ever. Let me tell you, never. Yeah, it's mind, was, mind over matter too. You know, the, a lot of it comes down to who's the toughest mentally in, in those situations. And you got to be strong. You, like, you have to be strong enough. You, you have you, to, you, there's, there's like genetics. a, there's a baseline level. Right. There, there's a right. level of genetics you have to possess to, mm-hmm. to, to be successful in that world. But right. it's, uh, it's absolutely a whole lot of Jedi mind fuck. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, that's like, but it's most of it though, right? Because the man with the bad at genetics, if he's like a, is he, if he's fucked in the head, then. Well, well now, well now we get into another part where it's like, is, is the mind, is that, is that a genetic thing too? You know, is, 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 is mental toughness something that you inherit from your parents or is that something that's. That is, uh, you I know, personal. mental toughness is learned, but learned. your IQ is your IQ. Your IQ is your IQ. You know, your your EQ also has a lot to do with it because you yeah. can be smart as some bitch in the room, but if you're always telling everybody no common with, with sense a low either. EQ, right? Nobody wants to be around you on your team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah, being uh, being charming has its place. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, humble humility. Yeah, it's important. Humility's <clears throat> super so, important. Okay, yeah. but I wanna I wanna uh, go back a little bit when we were talking about the kids, right? Yeah. And um, why do you so, want to keep going back to the kids, John? Because because it's, it's you just want to talk about these kids. No 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 no. We're it's, trying to divert. No no not the take <laughs> not the taking kids. I'm talking about the rearing of the kids. Yes. Right? Okay. Raising, raising, raising kids raising in today's children. crazy world. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. And so okay, um, I like this. I I, this. I have no kids. Okay. Right? I have five. Congratulations. Hell yeah. 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 Good man. Thanks, man. Um, I. I think about uh, like same you said, lady or you get you got a couple. 
So a three from three from one, okay. and then a blended of two. So okay. I've got three of my own and, and my two stepchildren, which I raised because gotcha. their father's not in their world at all. Got yep. Yeah, yep. He's, he's cool. a total sack of shit. Like yeah. a homeless drug addict. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Okay. Those are my kids. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. man. If you raise them, you raise them, right? Absolutely. Them, love them. Love them. That's excellent. Excellent work. Okay, but like, okay, the world... Uh, the world 100 years ago was different, right? Absolutely. 100 years before that, it was different. The world 20 years ago was, was way different. Of course, right? And uh, so, like, the world I was raised in, mm-hmm. right, isn't the world you were raised in, right? What, yeah. How, how old are you? 40? I'm 44. 44, yeah. right? Okay. So, you got 14 years on me, right? Okay. And so, the, year, the, the world you were raised in, by the time you were 14, teenager, right? Yeah. Has some fucking grasp of the world. Yeah. Right? I'm here. Yeah, Memphis was a much safer, calmer place. In the 90s? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? In the early 90s. Early 90s? Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> I don't know. Early 90s? I went to school with Scarecrow. 91? Yeah. He was a basketball player, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was good. He was real good. <laughs> well, you know. Hey, isn't that what they call him, Scarecrow? I'm not a rapper guy, but. Isn't that Scare- one of the triple six guys? Hypnotized Minds? Probably one of them, yeah. But yeah. who knows? All, all, all I'm talking about is that, like, um, by the time I'm, I'm, I'm a kid, Helicopter moms are a thing, right? That probably wasn't a sure. thing when you were uh, around, right? I, don't, I wouldn't define a helicopter mom. Just, Hel- just really, it's just an over, super overprotective oh, mother. Got it, got it, got it, got it. You know, yeah, yeah they call it helicopter because it's like they're, they're hovering, hovering over him like a yeah, helicopter. Like, what are you doing? Like, Who are you talking to? Yeah, super that? strict, right? Yeah. Was, I, you know what? Strict yeah, is a different I was, thing. I think mm-hmm. I was uh, I was uh, a mm-hmm. little overprotected as a child. Yeah, but I, but I don't know. Part of me thinks I was the right amount of protective. Yeah. <laughs> all my jail. Yeah, and all my friends were all my friends were you know. My mom was super strict, but not a helicopter mom. So I had a, I had a, what I would say a long leash. Strict, yeah. right? right? Okay, strict, but, but not, no, yeah, no, but not long a helicopter, leash. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, because she was like, you have to be a man. You have to learn yeah. how to do that, and like, you can't do that if I'm nitpicking. Okay, but also it was that's like, a good distinction to make. I, I think I was a little bit actually more like that, like that honestly. Yeah. I, my par- my parents were real strict, but they my mom my mom was but old, they, but they my trusted mom. me to like follow the rules, and it, when I didn't. Like you knew you were wrong. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like, here's the my, rules. My parents were old, right? And yeah. so like you're, uh, you're a dude that's been through some things, right? Oh yeah. And yet, now you're raising your kids in a crazy world, right? Yeah. Or they raised. Yeah, I've got three in college and two still in in high school. Okay, so now you you get the three out in the world. Yeah. You know, you're not raising them no more. Yeah. They're just you got to hope and pray that the, the the operating system you gave them is good enough. Correct. Okay. And they still come be a device. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. But it's like, uh, like society can only devolve if we have less and less people of substance that are uh, bearing kids and then also raising them right okay. because how how many people um how many people are around no isn't that, isn't that, isn't that true though yeah i'm tracking okay you're following or no i'm, 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 I'm like 80 percent. i'm waiting on to wrap up so i can okay. see where you're in all right basically basically yeah. I'm, I'm dancing around go ahead um, hit, hit, just straight fright cut through it all right I feel like society is going to end up kind of like that, um, like idiocracy, idiocracy, or even escape from New York. Like, you know, like one or the other, like it's going to be like total dystopia or like an idiot, uh, an, an idiot reigning supreme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because only yeah. stupid people are fucking right. Right. And then, <laughs> and then they're less smart people yeah. teaching their kids to be smart. Right. And so it's yeah. like a battle of attrition. It's like, so, like, well, here's what the deal in my opinion is you got to. Now look, this could, this is a sensitive subject, sure. but you got a lot of media shit that's like tearing apart the family. Yeah, that you know, and then you also have a lot of these government programs that cause you know the women to be raising kids without the dads. Yeah, 
and incentivizing and, and, them to do so. Yeah, right. it, absolutely. They're incentivizing the destruction of the family. And right. when you tear apart family, it it affects the way people think when they get older. Of course. Yeah. And and they don't and they miss the values of love and 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 commitment and you know discipline and, and now that could be an interesting subject because I wouldn't mind talking about the whole corporal punishment thing of raising kids but um you know like beat them or no 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 let me tell you I was I was beat me too and and I don't believe that that's the right way to do it I'm not yeah. gonna say you never should ever 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 spank a child yeah but I will say that it is the most misused abused parental privilege against children in our society today especially among like certain sectors mm-hmm. and um and i was gonna yeah. go on the religious stuff but let's just avoid that Peace. okay I just peaceful think, parenting I just, I just know that i tried that route with my kids and the most effective results were when i learned to love them through their trauma sure because most kids don't screw up on purpose they screw up because they're traumatized yeah and they're looking for something to replace that trauma yeah. Whether it's a drug or an alcohol or a, or a foul language at a young age or they're, they're misbehaving, it's a lack of attention. It's, it, it's not something you take a child and go, well, you're not getting attention from me, and so you're acting out, but I'm going to beat your ass because you're trying to do something to get attention. That's, a, that's the wrong cycle. Yeah. And my wife, my, my wife now, Emily, she, I love her. She's so amazing. She's a great mom, and she taught me how to parent that way. I didn't know how. Yeah, right. I had no freaking clue. God bless my three yeah. oldest children because I was not a great father. I didn't know how to be. I think I think when you look at when you look at the arguments that people have for beating kids, I think you could pretty much apply all of those same arguments well, it's never to good hitting to beat women them. before in the in like like back when it was okay to hit women. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> oh, shit people God. said. Yeah, no. they're like, well, how how are they gonna learn? Right, right, right. <laughs> they won't stop talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you, t- you tell time. them, you tell them twice, you tell them three times. Eventually, you gotta hit them. Right. No, it's like they, they it's can't. literally the same yeah. shit. The same shit that you would that people, people would say. Would yeah, say. Yeah, shit, yeah. Um, no, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it, it it shows a lack of uh, self discipline on your discipline parents. creativity. Parents right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I and I think. Uh, I think that most of the time when when a when an adult is hitting a child or it, spanking it, cuz it's, it's it's not like a calculated thought out thing it's 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 uh it's in a moment of frustration mo- yeah. more than it's than it's yeah. not yeah. which is like you know and then you justify it later as like like as well it well, was something that had that, to that's happen that's the way my dad did me yeah. yeah and what that's how those generational curses get passed down sure you know the parents aren't strong enough to work on yeah. their trauma and if they would just face their trauma, and they wouldn't pass that to their break children. Break the cycle. Yeah, you got to break that. Man, it's, it can be hard. Yeah, it can be real hard. But yeah. I'll tell you, that's kind of part of the deal with this whole family raising kids awareness. You know, love children tend to be better, better people. Better people. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's not that they are better people. It's just they had a better environment and they were able to nurture their strengths and understand their weaknesses, not nurture their strengths and get their ass beat for their weaknesses. Right, right, right. You know, it's that it's that line: hurt people, hurt people. So it's just a, right. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And, 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 uh, uh, conscious or not, like either subconscious, still, you know, sarcasm is is just an ugly form of communication when it comes to dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and so, um, you know, I, so I, how, how do you work on your trauma? What, 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 what methods have you, have you discovered yourself that my journey was a great one? Yeah. It started with meditation, learning how to meditate. That was the hardest thing for me is to make myself literally sit, make sit myself still. sit still for three minutes. 
I used a Headspace app. That's I, how I started. I've used it. I, I've, yep. I've had then, good results with it. Yeah, and then and then what happened was I found myself not doing that, and then I got involved in in wrapping up all the trafficking stuff. And man, I, I had some scars. And so what I did is there's actually an organization out there that was founded in Texas by two guys named Sean and Brian. It's called Battle Cry. Battle Cry. Yeah, there's a website, Battle Cry, International Battle Cry. Uh, it's an organization that accepts all business people, athletes, veterans, uh, abuse victims, uh, trauma victims from rape or any type of maybe physical accident in a car, anything that can create a trauma in your life. This organization has a three-day camp that's affordable, and it is. they take your cell phone, they go through your bags, you're not allowed to do drink or do drugs while you're there, and, um, and man, in three days... It's like they rebuild your soul. So wow, it's like, trauma it is, rehab. It, it's it's like a short term trauma it's rehab. A, it's yeah. a it's a um it's a retreat. Yeah, it's like a three day retreat, and they feed you. They give you accommodations. They do different ones in different parts of the country. And I went after my first one. It made such a positive impact on me to be a better dad. That's what really I got from it. Was just it helped me be a better father, and and I didn't realize how much trauma I had from not only my life experience, but I had so much trauma in my life because I didn't realize that I was trying to kill, get myself killed. I was literally trying to die a hero, and I never mm -hmm. died. Yeah. So I had all this trauma. Because a lot of the stuff you go do, it, you've got a choice. You don't have to go do it. And But I would engage in it because I said, well, if I don't go, no one else will. Yeah. And I've got to be the one that makes the difference. That's, it's a, great, like, that's a great line. It, it's kind of like throwing the starfish back in the ocean. They go, why are you wasting your time? Well, it mattered to that one. You know, it mattered I was to that chasing one. that one. Yeah. And I've developed so much trauma chasing this pain, trying to cover this pain with adrenaline and, and, and with all these this, res this rescuer mentality. Yeah. And this camp taught me that. And by me facing some of that, and they've got these really skilled processes that they put everyone through. They they find your trauma and they have a specific thing they have you do in that camp. Wow. And they're all different. And Damn. And, and so I, it made me a better dad. And I mean, we, they're CEOs, professional athletes. I had a professional hockey player in my class. Yeah. And it's usually about 15 dudes in your class. Have you been and you got about Yeah, I'm on staff. Yeah. It's called uh, Battle Cry. It's called Battle Cry. Battle Cry. Let me tell you, if you have been an abuse victim, a rape victim, if your parents beat you unjustifiably, if you were raised by an alcoholic, if you have been in a traumatic physical car accident or any type of incident, if you if you have come off drugs, if you are on drugs, if you have addiction problems, this is the place to go root out what's making you want to do sure. that to yourself. Yeah. And it takes a lot of self-reflection. You've got to be mentally prepared for that because it, it hurts. You're going to cry. I don't give a yeah. shit how tough you are. <laughs> you ain't getting out of battle cry without crying because yeah. you see so much hurt in yourself. And then you begin to see how much hurt you put on other people. Sure. But, yeah. dude, let me tell you, it changed my life. Yeah. Spot on. Changed my <laughs> life. Made me a better father. Made me a better businessman. And uh, if I can help anybody dude, out that's, there today. That is so awesome, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad you're sharing that with us today. I, I mean, you know, I, I think I – think, it is extra hard for men to accept it, accept yeah. and, 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 and There's acknowledge. That yeah. Yeah. And cause we can take it, you know, yeah. like we really can, yeah. like we can yeah. take it, but it's, it's, you're not living your best life by biting the bullet and just, and oh, just yeah, dealing with it. It slowly no, breaks you. It's yeah. Like, it's like, it's, like, it's it does. That's right. what it does. Fine fractures. It's right. like a cancer. It yeah. eats at you, man. Yeah. And it's that's like, why it's we like, have so you're many right. You are. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's uh-huh. why we have so many veteran suicides today. Yeah. There's so many guys that go through the military that were traumatized. And actually, the military sometimes training the wrong guys and the wrong jobs. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I sure. can't tell you how many infantry guys want to get the hell out. They're like, fuck this. I don't want to get shot at. Yeah. Well, they didn't really, they really didn't uh, take into consideration what they were yeah. signing up for because they're chasing Rambo. You know, right. they're, they're, they watch Platoon and they want to go be a part of that. And then they get there to boot camp and they go, oh, shit. And then they end up to a unit and then it gets even harder. Right. And then you may, God you know, God forbid, you deploy. And then they go, holy fuck, this isn't what I thought at all. This is scary and dangerous and I really can die. Yeah. And then they go, I want to go back and be something else. And they don't let them. And they, so, wow. then, so then that trauma creates behavior issues and then they end up getting UCMJ'd. And, man, I'm just telling you, I've seen a lot of crazy what stuff. What is UCMJ'd? Uh Military courts. Oh, okay. So it's court uni- martial, UCM court martial. I don't know. Uniform military justice, like it's, military the, it's justice. the military okay. courts. Got it. So in the military, if you deny or don't follow through with orders, right. then you can be, you know, basically given like a misdemeanor, right. and like you know, you got to go before a judge, and depending on how bad it is, they give you a sentencing. What they say, and recalcitrant. I don't know what that word means. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, man, it's uh, there. There's some crazy shit going on in our military today, and a lot I'm of these sure. guys they get in the wrong MOS and they try and get out and reclass, and they don't let them because they spent so much money on them. They would rather break them and put them in jail. Then they would reclass and train wow. them to be better at something they're good at. Damn. Why do you think is, is that's that a dark, man? Is that a function or a bug? I the, think that's the way our military has functioned for a very long I time. I think it, it sounds yeah. like bureaucracy to me, is what it sounds like. It sounds like a, mm-hmm. a, a just a function of bureaucracy. You got a bit. You got a big enough organization. People just get sucked into the machine, and the in the machine yep. chews them up and spits yeah, them out. That's what it is. It's a machine. There's yeah. no thought. There's no it, compassion. It's no. A, it's designed to work this way, and right. you fit right. here or in right. Here. And the individuals yeah. within it that you know that they're not. They're not doing this on purpose. It's no, just, they're like 18, it, 19 years old. Yeah. They don't know shit. They came out of some little small rural town in the middle of right. nowhere trying to leave to make something of themselves, and they're told all these pipe dreams by the recruiter, and then they get in, and they're like, oh, this is not what he said. Right. And then they panic, and they get stressed, and then that causes trauma, and yeah. I don't know. It's not like that for everybody, but I did see, you know, I did see, I'll say 15% of the military is that way. Yeah. Damn. They, they join and don't know what they're really doing. They're just trying to get away or escape the situation, and- it just gets worse. I, w- I would believe that if it was a higher percentage, if you said it was a higher percentage. Wouldn't surprise I mean, me. Yeah, I'm just I trying mean, to be conservative. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people people think they're going to go be, uh, yeah, like Rambo. They think it's, they think it's Rambo. Yeah. They, yeah. Think it, they think they're going to, or, or, or better yet, they think it's fucking Troy. You know, <laughs> they think it's, they think it's, they think they're going to be Achilles out there. Right. Just cinematic. Yeah. Cinematic. Yeah. yeah. That's what they think. Uh, Star Wars, everything bounces around. Uh, yeah, you know? they think yeah. it's Star Wars. All the all the guys got crooked barrels. They can't shoot yeah. straight. It's like, oh, man. Well, yeah. Man, I've always... I don't know. It's hard It's hard to say what's going on. Like, do you think, um, Steve, that the, the decrease in, like, overall American patriotism, uh-huh. right, is uh-huh. a... Is, um, is due to the the fact that people are finding out about this truth about the military? No. Or is no. like the movies no. change? I'll tell you exactly what I think. What, what do you think it? it is? Now, look, we're not going to get deep off into politics. Is that a bad question? Not Sorry. at all. Not at all. It's a great question, okay. and I'm glad you asked it. And it has nothing to do with, like, Republicans or Democrats. But here's the facts. There's only two nations in the world blessed by God, Israel and the United States of America. We are one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all Americans. Right. And the part they leave out about that is free— They. How many times you heard freedom and free? Freedom and free. Well, let me, you know why? Because freedom and free without fucking bloodshed. You don't yeah. keep freedom without spilling blood. 
And in this country, we've removed God from our schools, like it or hate it. Mm -hmm. It's removing a moral compass from our children. Right. It's teaching them that America now is not America. America is a global society to accept and, and accept and tolerate all. And you're not allowed to have an opinion. Right. And when you remove a voice from the people, you're removing their individuality. Mm -hmm. And the individuality is what makes us all different. And that individuality is what makes people want to strive to be better. And if you take away that incentive and use government programs and welfare and you, you remove incentive and you demoralize your youth, it leads to a, a, it leads to a compass among the growing youth that – so what about America? Who cares? Spinning. Who gives a shit about America? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's what they say in their heads. And you remove the Pledge of Allegiance from the classroom. There's a reason that stuff was implemented into our curriculum. Right. Black, white, Hispanic, doesn't matter. Race isn't the issue. It's about it's about desensitizing our youth to make them not appreciate America. Because so who, every country in the world wants to be us. Right. Yeah. Why is that? Because we have freedom. We have the Second Amendment. We have the right to bear arms. Yeah. We have the right to free speech. But that doesn't mean you have a right to blow shit up and tear shit up when you get mad. If no. something doesn't go right in society, you're, you're, you, you can convene and protest. But it doesn't mean you get to per convene and destroy yeah. the city. Oh, I, I I also think that. Um, do you think that's okay? Wait, wait, wait. Do you think that's um? This sounds real conspiratorial. I don't want to get into it, right? No, that's but, okay. But, but mean, it's like is it on purpose? Yeah. Is it is saying? it by is it by design or is it just like it's one crumbling? It's one hundred percent by design. Okay. Because you, you have foreign influence. Right. There's a reason when you enlist in the United States military that you swear an oath to protect America from both foreign and domestic terrorists. And we have domestic terrorists involved in our government at various and all levels whose intent purpose is to destroy the values of our country so that they can profit off of foreign contracts and personal gain, and outside right? influence and personal gain. Yeah, it's personal it's gain. It's a personal gain thing. Yeah. So, so they rather It's our the, countrymen. It's treason, really. Right. It's our they countrymen rather, selling rather, out our country yeah. for, sad, for but, personal profit. Yeah, sad, so they rather do the yeah. decay of America and and, 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 and Let me tell you something. There are congressmen who own contracting companies that want us at war so that they can use their contracting companies that the government gives contracts to to make hundreds of millions of dollars. I cannot tell you how many fucking fake pigeon stoop fire departments I saw in Iraq that never got used that were built by contracting companies owned by congressmen. We're putting our generals on the boards of weapons companies like Raytheon and Lockheed Martin when they retire. Why? Because they're influencing so they, so our U.S. government. So that they behave the, the way that they need to That's right. while they're hey, in power. What? Hey, guess what? Ray, Raytheon makes a new bulletproof vest they want to sell. So they're going to go get an ex-general on the board of a company to go start a war in Syria or some other shithole country that, that we can dominate sales, right? so that we can sell our product. That's warmongering. We've been doing that since the beginning of time. Why the hell do you think we're in Iraq when there were 19 fucking Saudi Arabians that blew up the towers? Why did we go to war with Iraq when we had the, it was the Saudis? Sa Saudis and Egypts. Sa yeah. Saudis and like, Egyptians. So, so, dude, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I can tell you because yeah, I've there, seen it. There, no, there are no Afghanis. There are no Afghanis or Iraqis. No, no, yeah, yeah, on those planes. You, I, like, this is the first time I'm hearing that actually in person. Is that I didn't know they were. I thought they were Iraqis. I thought no, it was, hell no, no, there are no Afghanis that's what or they Iraqis. You to, that's what they want you to believe. Because they need people to go fight their wars so they yeah. can sell their products. Yeah, and right, right, Saddam Hussein right. and Osama bin Laden aren't friends. No, they do you never know who were. put Saddam Hussein in power? Our U.S. government. Did, right? Same thing with Osama bin Laden. Right. Yeah. Our CIA funded all that crap. Yeah. Right. And then they went rogue, and now we got to go kill them and we're going to start a war over it. Right. 
So what? So uh, okay, yeah. Let's 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 back away from. Uh, yeah, not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember, I, I I just I just wanted to know. I yeah. thought you were gonna give me a short. How about answer. the F thirty five? What do you think about that? Have you seen Top Gun? I love the new Top Gun movie. You know why? <laughs> why? You know why? You saw it in IMAX they, or no? Oh, no. I, yeah, I saw it in this little bitty antique movie theater in Colorado. Cool. Oh, I yeah. loved it. It was so cool. It was I love small theater. I've been, to, oh, I've, been to an, I've been to an antique movie theater in Colorado. I, I, yeah, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. There's one I'm, in the I wonder if it was the same one. Was it Was it in Denver? No, it, it was, wasn't. It was, it was not. It was It was in Avon, this little town Avon. Outside, outside. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah, That's. Of, I think I went to the same freaking theater. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And what's so great about that movie is it's just a clean, awesome movie. Yeah. There's no sex. There's no cussing. There's no just action movie. There's no political innuendos. Yeah. It's just awesome. God bless America. So look, I haven't seen it yet, right? I yeah. was talking to my friend over there, Tommy. He saw it. He loved it. Yeah. Right. And uh, Tommy said, uh, you know, there's no enemy. Like, there's like always like guys yeah, with no insignia. Guy? Like, who's the bad guy? Right. And like, I know it's like a movie choice not to like. Uh, say specific, specifically who the bad guy is to well, sell that movie it, it, in that country, right? You can't say it's the Chinese. You can't say it's the well, Russians. There you go. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can't yeah, say yeah. it's this it extra-wise. It was the Russians in the original, right? Yeah. And then Red Dawn. It was the uh, it was the Russians, then the Koreans, mm. right? Like at least we had an enemy in these movies, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so there's no enemy in the new Top Gun. No, no it's just no, it's no just comment. A, I'm not going to say anything because I want you guys to <laughs> okay. go, go see it. Go yeah. see it. Let me tell you, it's a great movie, and I guarantee you the Air Force recruitment numbers are going through the roof yeah. right now. That's right, yeah, right, yeah. It's great. It's awesome. It's good. It's wonderful. You know, it's, it's funny. So I've always thought it'd be the co- coolest thing ever. I mean, there's nothing cooler than a fighter fighter jet. That's Dude. the coolest vehicle on planet Earth. Hell yeah! And, and, and when everybody's like, everybody's like, you know, Tom Cruise flies those planes, and I'm like, I'm like, he gets to fly those. The people are like, can you believe he would volunteer to yes stunt drive of yes. uh, It's like fuck yeah, I, yes. I can. Any, any <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine a guy not doing that if it's if it's a, if the opportunity is afforded you know to what? him. You, remember, Charlie. Cowardice is among us. Some, <laughs> some people wouldn't take the opportunity. If someone was like, this is a hypothetical. Someone threw me Dude, the keys you know so to the F-35. So, so, I'm taking let it. Me, so, so my 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 great grandpa, right? Yeah. He uh, you know, he was he was born in uh, he was born in 1918. Sam Reifenberger. Yeah, uh, no, no, he died at he died at 99 years old in oh, wow. uh, a, a few years ago. Wow. Um, and he was born in 1918, and and back, back, and so like planes, like he was around for like the start of planes, basically, right? Yeah. And uh, and so like like he was still pretty young when when this happened, but uh, he just he just went out in the field, and people were just flying a little bi- biplane, like these guys were just flying it around, and they're just like, you want to try it out? And he was like, yeah. And then he just got in and just <laughs> flew no away. Way. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, dude, we are time. living in such a different world yeah, yeah, than different the world time. that he grew up in. Just, yeah, I, d- I doubt he called into the tower for takeoff. <laughs> no, like, he's just, no. he just like, taking off. They just, they, what tower? Yeah, what yeah, tower? <laughs> <laughs> no FAA there. <laughs> no, he's he's an interesting guy, man. He used to drive Studebakers across across yeah. the uh, country. You know, he just that was just that was Sir Wynn Radar. Yeah. What yeah. is, is all mechanical instruments just like finger, wet finger outside the window? Like I think yeah. it's good. Yeah. Turn left. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, There's I'm not always... a button you hit for the bomb. You just drop it out the side of the fucking thing. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. wild, dude. The cartoon round bombs with the long fuse. It's like I hope it gets there. Unbelievable. Like te- yeah. technology's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it, is. it really is. Because uh, dude, in, in in my lifetime, it's changed exponentially. Yeah, part of you wants to like live back then when the, there were less rules, but like. 
Nah, dude. It's it's the best. As much as we talk about the cultural decay of this country, right. it <laughs> yeah. is it is yeah. the best time to be here. Oh, no question. Oh, it's yeah, it, dude. Yeah. Do you see that car? Yeah. <laughs> Do you see that car he pulled up in? Right. right. You don't want to be alive for that. <laughs> I remember when I first got back from Iraq. I got a, the first thing I wanted back was a cell phone because I didn't have one. Oh yeah. For like a while, like uh-huh. a long time, like a year. Yeah. A year. Yeah. So I get back and I get back to Memphis and I've, I've ETS out. Like I'm out of the army and I'm and I got a cell phone. I'm driving down Poplar and my damn phone keeps ringing. And I don't, but it's not like a phone ring. It's like a beep. And I got the razor. You remember the razor uh-huh. where it's like, yeah, I really wanted that phone. I had, I had it. I, really I had the razor. Wanted that yeah. phone. I couldn't get one. I didn't so know. Cool. <laughs> I didn't know what texting was. Oh yeah! Like, what the fuck is this? You got to push three. You got to push the one button like four three times. times. Yeah, like right. it's like fifteen. 15 I was so minutes. fast with that T nine on yeah. my razor, man. <laughs> that was a I had a couple of those. I had I had a uh, I had a black one and a silver one. Yo, that uh, that finger mapping, that sight mapping that we learned with the uh, TI eighty nine. Yeah, that's why a lot of cats were stupid good at video games. Like Call of Duty takes so much like finger like, coordination. Yeah, like textile yeah. and like like audiovisual like mm-hmm. like coordination, and it's like. Dude, I was texting underneath the desk at 16 yeah, years dude, old I was, without looking. I was, answer, yeah. I was raising my hand answering the question while texting the girl uh, two <laughs> seats back for me right, in, the, right. <laughs> in uh, algebra let's, class. Yeah, yeah, let's have lunch together. Yeah. Bye, 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 bye. yeah. <laughs> that would, I would have gotten so much trouble with that. But i tell you what the, oh, the bad thing about all this technology is. Was that? Yeah. How many times would we have been arrested or been in jail as kids if somebody had videoed some dumb shit we did? Oh. Uh, I, I said, I mean, so there, yeah. I will say uh, there is something good about the The surveillance state is going to make people weird dude yeah. i am so worried about that right because look people, yeah, make, look, people make mistakes and yeah. everybody's wanting to video it you know oh, not yeah but not only that people we make, just gotta well it's really i mean i don't i don't think the bad part is the the getting caught messing up i think it's the constantly it's, being watched i think well it, the constantly being watched is creepy and it, and it makes you weird but i think the even worse thing is the fact that like there's no even thought of forgiveness in this whole like the, like the whole I mean you know the cancel culture kind of is yeah. a thing but I mean it's really just like they catch you doing something on the internet that's you You're yeah done. <laughs> that's you forever yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like high school it's like it's like the whole world is high school like you you're the guy that fucked up you're and, the guy who and dude, uh, and, dude and look and look I, f- I think I found the secret oh, I haven't found the secret but from what I've seen gleaned surmised whatever the right word is uh, uh, you got to not apologize. I mean, yeah. You gotta not apologize. I think I think that start, seems to be once you, the best strategy. Once you take a step back and retreat, right? They see your heels are up and they fucking swarm you, dude. Yeah, Whatever but that might be. I think I think I'm gonna apologize still if 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 look, I, if I feel like I need to apologize. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but like. That means that you did something wrong, right? Yeah. Whatever you said or did in that moment might not have been wrong. Okay, yeah, it's sure. It's deemed sure. wrong yeah. or villainized. Yeah. You know yeah, what Yeah, only apologize. Unless you're that guy on the golfing app that, like, you flipped your golf cart into the lake and all your shit went everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if, like, your dad was that guy? Like, all your buddies are at school showing everybody. Just laughing your dad, at him. Yeah, your dad's drunk ass, like, flipping a golf cart and throwing golf clubs everywhere. That, yeah. Steve, that's benign. That is on the yeah. nice end. No, that's there, true. People's mothers out here are are on the internet showing it up. You know, you know what <laughs> no, I'm talking about. No, you're right. That's, you know that, what I'm saying. That, that, and that will make a little boy yeah. violent or want to hurt somebody. That's trauma. That, you're right. There you go. That's yeah. trauma. It's creating. Yeah, trauma. that's traumatic. He, he doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. He gets mad. He wants to act out, and he doesn't like it. But, but he fight, can't fix it. I'd fight yeah. every boy that called my mama a whore. Oh, bless it. <laughs> and yeah. I'd, I'd kill any boy that called my mama a whore. And then what if it was real? 
Yeah, oh, that, well, you right, know, well, that is what real. If, but how about real this? Life, real life Memphis that's happening out there right now. Yeah. And that's but, why we need what, to have what if, organizations what if, out there helping these kids understand trauma. What if the ideas around that around that have changed so much that, like, kids aren't getting made fun of for uh, their moms being right, flicking their bean on the internet? What if, you're, what if at this point people are like, oh, that's your mother's a very sexually – She's a very sexually awake uh, lady, and we, we, we respect that. With big and then And then we're making fun of John. John's mom isn't isn't flicking her bean. We're no. like, what's your, mo- what's your mama? What, she go to she, church and she's shit? A, she's an executive. <laughs> <laughs> She has a nice job. Uh, she, yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> right. And they're gonna be like, loser. Your mom's a loser. Be like, you know, be like. Ted's mom is a is a CEO, and she flicks her bean on the internet. Right. She's the oh, ultimate Lord. feminist. <laughs> that's that's so real, man. Dude, like, there's yeah. a whole there's a whole economy. Of I, people. I think what we, I think what we're what we're identifying here is that everything's a moving target when it comes. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what our kids are gonna be made fun of for. You're right. We yeah. have no idea. Well yeah. now, well now you damn near can get arrested for making fun of somebody. The oh whole yeah. Concept sure. of bullying. I saw uh, they did it in in Japan. In Japan, oh. they passed legislation. Really? Yeah. What, the, what does it say? Like what's, it's, what's uh, the interpretation? I, I haven't read the actual letter of the law. I just saw the headline though. But it's 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 actual. Uh, you know. Uh, Laws against online bullying in Japan. Wow. Yeah, you can't make fun of people on the internet in you Japan. Know, you know, it's funny. I, I go back and I try and think of the guys who bullied me when I was a kid. Yeah. And they're like attorneys now. Yeah. Like, that if makes I sense. said their name, if no, I said their name that, in Memphis, people would know them. You know what's crazy to me? You know what's crazy to me? So the yeah. guys that used to bully me <laughs> turned into the nicest dudes. Like, yeah. they, like they were assholes when they were younger. I don't know. It's just, it's just you know, hormones when you puberty. You know, I'm like not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I was, uh, I was dealing with trauma at home, and I was a bully. You were the bully. Were you really? See, I, was I, a see, I got bullied a lot. I did, I did some bullying myself. I think that's everybody. I think everybody usually kind of does a little bit of bullying. The shit rolls down. Dishes it and it rolls rolls downhill. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, ah. Man, good, good or no. bad, that's yeah. what happens. Yeah, exactly, right. But so, I got I got hit pretty hard. I got bullied pretty good yeah. when I was a kid. And, but then and those dudes are the coolest guys now. Yeah. Like it was just it was just like it was just the, the time point in time. You know, like just the, the point in time. Craziness. It's it's crabs in a bucket to a do certain think, extent do you, too. You know, do like, you think it makes kids stronger or do you think it makes them weaker? Like, or is there like a level that should like once you cross a certain line, bullying's bad. But like up to a certain point, it might could make you emotionally um, stronger. It's, I, what, it's what definitely it's definitely both. It's, it's a threshold. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's okay. a threshold. threshold. Yeah, it's, threshold. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a spectrum. Be almost because like um, right? Like I could bully Charlie. And then it, it could be like you know regular boy boyhood bullying. There was times right? where I needed to get put in my fucking place. Well, that's not bullying. That's yeah, someone that, checking you. Okay, they're checking it. me, but yeah. they like, were bullies though. Yeah, sometimes it goes too far. Yeah, right. when they start talking about your mom and your dad, like when you're little, <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, it does hurt, but yeah. it forces you to a shut the fuck up, b defend yourself, or yeah. or yap back. Yeah. So you can choose cowardice. Yeah. You can shoot. Choose to attack or choose neutrality. I'm going with you know? bull- actually. I'm changing my mind. Bullying is good. Bullying is oh good. Oh lord! No, no, there goes the podcast. Right? Oh, okay. They're coming for us now. Like, I, bullying is yeah. good. What this part that? of the podcast what, what is sponsored by bullying. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by. Okay, yeah. I'm taking a break. Yeah. What was that you said? If I take a leak, say I'm taking a uh, dismount. I'm dismounting. Oh well, actually, we're at the end of the podcast. Are we? We're, yeah. How we long has it been? been? An hour, dude. It's been 57 minutes. What yeah. a great day of just crazy uh, conversation. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I so, 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 yeah. So you heard him. Steve said bullying is good. No, <laughs> no, you're, no, you're going, no, bullying's bad. Bullying is good. No, bullying, bullying is good and bad. Bullying is good and bad. Uh, you got, you, you got to let the kids. That's Charlie. 
you gotta let the kids uh, sort some some of the shit out on their own themselves. Yeah. Um, you gotta um, hit us with the dismount, dude. I gotta um, start running this. So, uh, yeah. other, other thing. I got put me on. first on the list. Uh, it's right. I need to get a pen. I, I got you. Give me one second. Okay. Um, all right, folks. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you so much, to Mr. Steve, for joining us as well. And uh, go check out um, Battle Cry. Battle Cry. You know what the website is? Battlecry.com. Battlecry.com. Hey, guys, if you're dealing with some shit. You know we're all dealing with some shit, so so check it out. And um, if it sounds like uh, sounds like it helped him a lot, so uh, I'll check it out myself. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Via con Dios. I'll catch you on the flip side.